Hi, I'm Jane Hilsden, marketing consultant and founder of Dragonfly Marketing. Welcome to this episode of the How To Do Marketing Show, a no-nonsense podcast about marketing for small business. It's our mission at Dragonfly Marketing to put marketing on the agenda for every regionally based small business in Australia. Why? Because we know that when marketing is done properly, it can help your business grow. We believe small businesses are the backbone of our nation. When your business grows, it benefits not only you and your family, it benefits your whole community. Small businesses create a vibrant and connected economy. We employ local people, we donate to local charities, and we work together to build resilient and thriving regional communities. The How To Do Marketing Show is a podcast just for you and your small business. Bursting with marketing insight and information, this show will be a fabulous resource to help you know all there is to know about the topic of marketing for small business. We are joined this episode by the utterly delightful Emma Lovell. Emma Lovell is a personal branding specialist who helps people to better communicate their message and their mission to have a greater impact, to reach more people and really make a difference in the world. She's passionate, professional and lovely. Emma believes that each of us has a unique personal brand and by understanding how to share it, you can gain greater clarity, confidence and connections in work and life. I think personal branding is often underestimated or even kind of shied away from in small business and it shouldn't be. Have a listen to this episode and see what you think. Welcome to the How To Do Marketing Show, Emma. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me, Jane. No problems at all. I'm really excited to get into this chat because I really do love the topic of personal branding. And you and I have had some great conversations about this topic um, over the last month or so. So I'm really excited um, for our listeners to hear what you have to say. You're very passionate about this space. So um, let's get stuck in. And my first question is, I just wanted to, to get you to explain the difference between a personal brand and a business brand because two completely different things, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, I think everybody understands um, a business brand and I think when, you know, I'm explaining to people, you sort of think about those big ones like your, your Apple, your McDonald's, your uh, Disney, you know, and when, when you think of those brands, you instantly get a feeling. You, um, you know what they're about, you know their story, uh, you, you know, you might have a, a sort of like or dislike towards them, but you, you instantly have a connection. Uh, the thing is you can also have that with your personal brand and we're talking about on a different scale. The difference between it is a business brand talks as we, uh, as the collective, as a, you know, they're an organisation. We, they have a team behind them. Um, they've created a personality, but it's very much um, we. Whereas a personal brand is I, and it's getting people to say, I am, I do this, um, I feel, I make, you know, and sort of standing in their own power. Uh, and just as it's it's sort of different to your personality, it's it's all of those ways you come across and the way I describe it best is that um, it's how you promote yourself, your personal brand. It's that unique combination of skills, experience and personality that you want the world to see and it's the telling of your story and how it reflects your conduct, your behaviour, spoken and unspoken words. So, But it's also a combination of how you see yourself and how others see you. That's what makes up the personal brand. Um, so the funniest thing is I have a lot of people who go, oh, I don't know if I want a personal brand or I don't know if I want to do that. And it's like, well, I'm sorry, you have one. Yes. <laughs> you're, just, you're not yes. in control of it perhaps because people already view you in a certain way. The way you're presenting yourself, the way you're coming across is already creating an image in their mind. It's so true. So it's actually not something we get a choice in really. No, no, but you have the choice in how you want to present that how you want to I guess amplify it how you want to utilize it uh and it's you know it's going to take some work those brands that we know those you know Apple Nike McDonald's Mm. they didn't just you know set up shop one day and be like oh wow I know what that's all about they've done a lot of work for you to make that connection so quickly yeah and so 
when you work on your personal brand and when you're really clear about it and communicating it well, it means all that sort of hard work you put in at that start, it makes the connection so much quicker. Yes. So you can create a rapport with people much quicker and that's through your, you know, the written and the spoken and the online presence and all of it working together. Yes. Okay. Fantastic. So the personal brand is all about you. The business brand is about the business and that's we, that's a collective. So say, for example, with myself, Dragonfly Marketing is my business brand. Jane Hilsden is my personal brand. And obviously, in my case, the two interlink um, and hopefully I've built branding for both of those, both personal and business, so that there's some, um, I guess, some some links and some connections that when people think Jane Hilsden, they think Dragonfly, or when they think Dragonfly, they think Jane Hilsden, yep. but just complete two completely different different things. So then, yeah, I imagine that there's some listeners that are listening to this, and as small business owners, or even they might not even be the owner of the small business, but they might just be a key player within the business. Yeah. Um, And they might be thinking, yeah, that's not for me. You know, the whole personal branding thing, the whole like um, getting out there and putting yourself in front of the camera and, you know, some people might see it as as shameless self-promoting and and the introverts among the listeners might be going, I feel horrified and disgusted at the thought of (laughs) getting a personal brand out there. But why, I mean, and I think you touched this on this before, but it would be great to elaborate, you know, why is it important for, for small business owners or key players within small business to focus on their personal brand? What are some of the benefits that a small business might gain from building personal brands within the business brand? Well, look, the thing is, you know, although I said before the business brand can have a personality, mm. you still can't connect with a business in the same way that you connect with a person. Uh, yes. You're not going to have that same, you know, rapport, interaction. Um, you might know people, but generally when you kind of work with another business, it's that key contact person that you have or it's the like with your business and the reason that people love working with you, Jane, is because you've infused your brand with your person, like with your personal brand. Mm. And so that's what I tell people. It's like, you work on your personal brand and you infuse the business. And so you, because you know your brand so well, you tell them here's the key, like sort of, well, we have like a messaging guide, a key messaging guide or like yeah. a tone of voice yes. as you would with a, with a, with a brand. Yeah. Well, you can put parts of yourself into that without yeah. having to give all of yourself. And the yes. problem that I find with a lot of people who are small business owners or even who work within a business, they give their all to that business they basically let them become interlocked and intertwined. Mm. And so that if you ever did want to step away from that business, it's so you uh, that you can't hand it over. You can't stop it because it's just gone. And then you want to go on to something else. Well, well, then you've got to build yourself, you know, build that again. And, you know, oh, no, well, yeah, I used to run this business and people always then talk in the past. I used to do this. I, I once was that. I was, you know, but it's... It's yes. still that's all part of you. All those things are part of you, yes. but they don't know how to talk about themselves because they always put it into the business. So yes. that value of putting the work into your brand and knowing it so clearly is that you can infuse the business and yes. you can help your staff take on those traits, but still you know encourage them to have their own their own character. Yes. So they too don't get lost in the business, and then when if they ever want to move on, do their own thing that. They, they're not just, oh, well, I, was, I knew that business really well and I knew that brand really well. I've yeah. got to start from scratch. Yeah. So, I, love, yeah. I love that description. I love the description of Infuse because I know from working with small businesses, you know, even if we look at things like the values of, of a small business, the values of the business owner are generally the values that drive a small business. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like you can't help that because you started the business. It has so much of your personality because, you know, at some stage it was just you that was running that business. So, so much of you is infused. And and I guess what you're saying is that if you're not careful, your identity becomes completely interlocked into that that business, which is fine if you want to do that for the rest of your life and (laughs) that's your plan. 
But if you feel like you're going to have other identities and feel like at some stage you're, you might actually move away or want to sell the, your business brand as a separate entity, be careful as to how much of you is infused and interlocked, your, how much of your personal brand is, is interlocked with that business brand because you might find that that business brand does not exist without your personal brand. Without you. And, and I had yeah. a client who... Um, you know, I was talking to him and he sort of thought, oh, I don't, I don't need this. He was um, the CEO of a company and he said, oh, I don't really need all that because he was thinking about it in the shameless self-promotion. He's like, yeah. I don't want to be on the stage. I don't want to yeah. be like having this bad Instagram account and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And I said, okay. And he said, oh, sort of the problem for me is that, you know, my business people know me so well. I do all the business deals. People call the company, but they want him. Yes. And he actually sold the business and he's actually, when he sold it, had to sell it with himself included. Yes. He had to sign a contract that he was going to be still involved for, I think, two years or something. Yeah. And it's like, and I said, do you see that that's actually a liability? Mm. Like your staff need to, you can give them, infuse them with and train them to be, I guess, like you and to use some of the characteristics of you and, and that, you know, the way you connect with people because he does have this beautiful way of connecting um, but without it having to be you. And so mm. now he's locked in yeah. to this thing. Yeah. And the, I said the brand, the business, because you've, you've done so well at growing the business, it's all on you. Yeah. And the business doesn't have a brand. Yeah, if yes, you you yes. Know, Without you. him in it, the, the business is brandless. And that's quite confronting because, look, I'll be honest, you know, and that's I know my business is at that stage. Do you know what I mean? Like I know my business is is about me and I know people buy me within within that business. And this is a journey that, you know, yes, I've built up that personal brand, but it is very, but for Dragonfly, it is more about Jane Hilsden than it is about Dragonfly. And I've got to say, and I'm sure some of the listeners will agree with me, it's scary thinking about how do I separate and how do I trust do you know what I mean? Like, how do I, tr how can I actually infuse other people? Like, how do I put me on paper? How do I knowledge share me? Like, which bits of me do I leave in? And which yeah. bits is everyone going, can you please not include those in the, in the business brand? They're not doing us any favours. You know, because then that takes a lot of kind of self-reflection and, you know, looking inwards and going, okay, so what is it about me that, what is it about my personal brand that they're buying into? And then, okay, so it's, you know, this, 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 and this. How do I actually teach that? How, you know, how do I actually put that in a process? How do I make sure that someone else can be that person? So if someone buys into the business and, and, and wants to get the same level of service that they would expect to get from me, you know, how, how does that happen? Like, it would be quite scary. I can understand why people would be hesitant about that. Do you, do you find sure. that a lot? Um, look, I think it's uh, for people, it depends where they're at the stage of. A lot of, a lot of the clients I have don't mm -hmm. even want to put themselves out there mm -hmm. at all sort of thing. Yeah, so, okay. And they don't, but don't realise that actually problem. they already have been you know, and that they yes. already are connected. So I had one client, I'll use an example, where she's a lawyer and she had uh, her, you know, wanted to attract more business, uh, wanted to grow the business slightly um, but, and wanted to, wanted to put her, the business out there a bit more. Now, when I went to her website and looked at it, it was so trying. It was in between. She's a small business, but she's mm. trying to be that lawyer, big business. Right. You know, trying to, trying to show you know, the big team. Yes. Okay. Wasn't yep. tr true. Um, yeah. The value actually of working with her is that you do get to work with a small team. You do yeah. get personalized service. Right. That's something that always has to be her, but it's personal. Yes. And, but none of her personality, none of her essence was on the site at all. It was white. It was very clinical. It was very clunky. And it's like when you actually meet her, she's very kind, very warm, um, very helpful. And, you know, if you're looking for a lawyer, um, you know, especially so it was a family lawyer, I want somebody who's going to, to help me and support me through a difficult time. Yeah. And so we did some simple things, which was like to ask her about, to get to know, and I knew her already, so we'd already done some work together. 
take some of her personality and her traits and put that into the site, but also to highlight who she was separately. Yes. You know, this is about her, the director. Make it very yes. clear she's the director. Yes. But, you know, you're, you know, and you'll be working with her, but, you know, it's very easy then to build in, here's our team. So yes. she's the director. Now we have ex-lawyer and ex-lawyer and, you know, blah, blah, and our wonderful office lady who, you know, yes. you can, you can yes. introduce them. Yes. But they're still going to have that vibe yes. of her. Yes. And the best feedback I got, and I, I know we'll probably get to it a bit later, but one of the best, well, she got the feedback. Somebody overheard her talking and said, oh, you're a lawyer lady. Uh, I saw your website. It's wonderful. And you're, it's just like you. Yes. And somebody yes. else came into her office after booking and they said, oh, you know, it's so nice to meet you. And, yeah, you're just like I thought you'd be. Yes. And isn't that refreshing? Because if we think about the journey that um, people need to take to, to be, you know, to go from awareness of, of a brand or a person to conversion, they have to go through a process of getting to know you, getting to like you, getting to trust you before they will actually buy from you. So the fact that, um, the fact that that website was demonstrating so much of, the, I guess, the values and the type of person that um, they could expect to deal with, they were actually going through that process just by looking through the website. I get, I'm getting to know her. I'm getting to like her because, you know, she's injected little bits of personality or different colours or images or, you know, the values of the business. Um, and so then the trust begins to build. And as you rightly pointed out, when you're, when you're actually, you know, procuring the services of a lawyer, lawyers, you know, have a reputation for being really intimidating. So, yeah. so the last thing you want to do is go to an intimidating website that actually gives you no clue of the type of person that you will deal with. Because I think particularly females and, and definitely ma males as well, they don't want to put themselves in a position where they're going to feel like an idiot or feel like that they can't ask questions or that they don't, you know, they don't feel comfortable dealing with someone. So it's in, in that kind of intimate relationship, it's more important to have that personal brand shine through. And, and as you said before, her personal brand was on the other site, but it wasn't the personal brand that she wanted to to, no, it um, wasn't coming through. There wasn't the alignment, you know. So it was the and wrong so, personal brand. Yeah. yeah, it was showing, you know, and that that was sort of an older school approach. I'm sure you've you've come from that too, where it was, I need to name my business. I need to have, um, and we need to look as big as we are. I mean, even I used to talk as we we do this and we do that. But the the thing is, when you come to lovely communications, you're working with me. Yes. And yes, I have, I can, we can grow, I can grow and I can have other people. But the reason that people come to it is to work with me and to get yeah. that lovely experience. I'm very, <laughs> yes, I'm in branding. That's what I do. <laughs> Branded myself very well. Um, but, um, but you know, that that's, and that's okay because, yeah. and I made the decision. I'm never going to get to the point where I'm going to sell. If I, if I stop the business, I will walk away from the business. Yes. So then why am I not showing me? Yes. Why am I not talking as I will do this and I am here for you and, you know, only we will work together, you yes. know, that yes. sort of language as opposed to, and someone said once, you, um, you're we all over your copy. If you use we, <laughs> you're weeing all over your copy. Um, you know, so it's deciding what your goals are. And I think yes. people don't really do that. It's just like, oh, I'm starting a business or I'm working in a business. So it's got to be bigger than Ben-Hur. It's got to be an empire and I'm going to grow it. And it's like you, you can grow, but you still got to have like, let's be honest at the start, the way yes. you're communicating, people want to connect with people. Yes. I just keep saying people want to connect with people. Yeah. So connect as people yes. and let them see your team. If you have a team, let them, yeah. let them have a little bit of a voice. That's what yeah. people enjoy. Yeah. Um, trying to make yourself this big, shiny corporate. Faceless corporate. You know, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's not going to work. And, and what you asked before was um, really valid as well in terms of like how do you take yourself without, I guess, giving all yourself. And that's just the same way you would, with a, with a brand, a business brand, you write a guide. Yeah. And so you take, well, what's my tone of voice? My tone of voice is warm. My tone of mm. voice is energetic. It's passionate. Um, you know, then what's your, you know, your keywords, choose some yeah. keywords. Um, how do we speak? Who is our target market? So how are we going to speak to them? 
and you have that guide, but you're just putting the lens of yourself on it. So yeah, yeah. such a good, such a good idea. Do you know what? I'd never even thought about doing that on myself, <laughs> and and I think that would lay that out very clearly. And and like for me. If I did that on myself, I would go, okay, this is who I need to recruit. Do you know what I mean? So yep. this is my tone of voice and these are the couple of key words that would describe me and, and you know, maybe key messages and that sort of stuff. And that would give you a really good idea of the type of person that you're looking to recruit. Because So I'm a very high energy kind of, you know, um, uh, I guess a, a bit of a vibrant personality. Um, and I think that's what people buy into for, for mm. me. So it doesn't, I guess, make sense. And I have made this mistake in the past is when I, when, you know, recruit somebody who's the complete opposite of that, that's not what clients have bought into. And it's not to say that the complete opposite personality is wrong. It's not. It's just that they've bought in because they wanted this energetic level, you yeah. know, and so if they're not going to get that, well, then there's a disconnect. So, yeah, yeah. I get and that. And it's different to your skills and that sort of thing, you know. Yeah. People, you know, you have different personalities that will help make up a business. You know, I need somebody in the back end who's a bit more organised and uh, yeah. detail-oriented and things like that. Me but they can, they can be like that, but they can still be somebody who has that, maybe that little bit of bubbliness, yes. you know, because that, that's what goes with me. Yeah. Um, you know, or they're the per- if they are the back end person, maybe and they aren't as, uh, as on the same level then maybe they're just that we don't put them out there as much if that's not what they want yeah and they probably don't want that anyway if they're not you know if you're not a really vivacious bubbly personality you you know sometimes you you, you're not actually interested in being that yeah Yeah. that's right whereas i need those people who are going to be lovely and look i ran a pet sitting business so another example where i actually started it with another girl and we made the mistake of talking about it as Alison and Emma. We had a brand name, yeah, but we would say all of the copy was talking about Alison and Emma and yeah. a lot of the imagery was around us with the pets. So then when we got inquiries, it was, I want Alison or I want Emma. When actually our model was to have a team of sitters. Uh-huh. And we did have that, but it, it became so secondary because we were so prominent. Yes. And so I ended up, we ended up not, continuing the business together we went separate ways and I started lovely pet sitters and when I started it from day one it was very clear that it's the team yes. that is you know with Emma as the head pet yeah. sitter yeah so I could still give talk the way I talk and give that lovely vibe yeah but you knew that all of the sitters were going to have that lo- lovely vibe yes. and I was very clear to them when I onboarded them yeah this is what I expect of you um I put up photos you will put up photos like we will you know I communicate with my clients that way I send them photos I send them updates I check in with them you will you will do that and if you can't that's fine but you're not the one for my team yeah because I want them to have the lovely experience yeah yeah it was very interesting though like yeah just I was like oh okay so I can talk about Emma in the business yes but it can't be all and it can't be so at the at the front. It's the late, you know, it was guided by Emma or yes. led by Emma or yes. you know, headed by or, or whatever. So yes. that's the way so, that you bring in the other people. Yes. So very subtle use of copy to be able to set expectations, and that's really what it's about is is setting that that expectation. Um, so how might a personal brand, and let's again take the example of a small business owner, how might a personal brand either positively or negatively influence a bu- their business brand? Well, so like negatively, um, you know, the first, it's pretty interesting actually, yeah, sometimes I I used to do these treks with people and even people would, they, um, and we do them with charities. And so sometimes people love these charities. You know, they've raised money for these charities, thousands of dollars, and they've gone on these trips. Well, then the charities would sometimes send a representative. And if that representative, although it wasn't their business, though sometimes it was somebody who was very high up or even, yeah, the founder would yeah. come. And unfortunately, yeah, their personal brand wasn't really aligned with the charity or their wow. personal conduct didn't fit the values of the charity and it left a really bad taste in the mouth 
of those people who were on the trip. You know, they've done all this work. They've dedicated this charity. They've maybe supported that charity for a number of years. Wow. And then the person that they've chosen to represent and to be, they're the figurehead on that trip, yes. has not been aligned with the brand. Wow. And, it, and it's actually created distrust. It's created disconnection. Um, they might have lost that supporter forever. So wow. now yeah. that's, you know, charities are big, different sort of things, but it's the same thing. If you're, you create this brand and you're like, oh, my brand is this and this and this and this and this, and then you show up and, and you not. don't, and you yeah. aren't that, <gasps> it instantly creates a disconnection, a distrust and, you know, sort of a, a confusion. You're like, mm. Mm, hang on a second. I thought that this was this, this and this. That is a really, really great example and I think too serves as a really great reminder for businesses to be mindful about who they're putting out to front face their business who they're putting out as their community ambassador you know who they're putting out like I often talk with a lot of small businesses about you know you can be spending thirty thousand dollars a month or a year no small business doesn't spend that um, <laughs> Let's call it, you know, $100,000 a year, for example, if you're going hard with your marketing and, and you're, you know, you, you're spending that and you're getting behind it and, and the marketing's going um, great guns. But if, if the marketing really works and then drives a lot of people to your front door, but your customer service person or your salespeople or, you know, the advisors within your business or the, you know, the shop assistants or whatever are not living up to that, the, what the marketing is actually out there promising, you've just wasted that $100,000 yep. gone. Yep. Gone. And you just said it. A brand is a promise. Yeah. Personal, uh, the personal brand or a business brand, it's a promise. You're saying, and I've actually, I think I've got a quote right here about it. Your personal brand is a promise to your clients, a promise of quality, consistency, competency, and reliability. And so when you're, what you're showing them yeah. You know, they're ex then they're, they've expected that. Yeah. And so that's, I, the, I talk to my clients a lot about their consistency. Yes. And so when you're choosing, and although we don't create our personal brand, I, I say that people reconnect with themselves and yeah. then they're showing their, their true brand. So yes. the more authentic you are to yourself, the more true you are to who you really are, not creating this persona, creating yeah. this identity, then that's going to be easier to maintain. You can be consistent when you're really being yourself. But yes. if you're, if you created this identity, this persona, this, you know, I always wear black and white and I always pose like this and I always talk like that. And I, um, you know, I'm putting on this sort of fake uh, character every time I meet people. Well, that's going to fall off at some point. Yeah. And that's going to get, you know, it's going to be really tiring. It's yeah. really tiring. Yeah. To, to and someone will figure that. you out. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And, and you and I both had an experience recently where we, we saw a presentation, um, we saw um, a workshop with the, with the uh, presenter and was like, wow, cool, and we both wanted to connect. Yes. And then when we actually did connect, um, even in message tone, and then when I actually had the phone call, it wasn't the same. The yeah. photos that I'd seen, the presentation that I'd seen then, the messaging tone that I'd received and then the voice call it wasn't aligned and at each wow. time I each yeah. interaction I got further and further away from that image I had of this person yeah um so you sort of like you left with a bad taste with? in your mouth <laughs> yeah. yeah and and look I think that's really that's a really yeah a couple of really great examples of the way that that, that a personal brand can impact a, a business brand and one that I think a lot of people may not have necessarily thought through. And it's not just the business owner. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. it's not just the business owner. It's anyone that's actually front-facing the business brand needs to be really aware of that. That's really interesting. Here's a curly one, one that wasn't on the, the questions, but just in terms of when you were talking about authenticity and, you know, it's, it's um, important to be yourself. What happens if someone's an asshole? What happens then? What do you, you know, do there? I was literally thinking that before, you know, um, it's funny. Uh, not, not, it wasn't going to use that word specifically, but, um, and look, authentic gets thrown around a lot. And uh, yeah. probably the more somebody's using the word authentic could be the further they're getting from the true meaning of that word. But um, 
it's, you know, I, I believe in the principles of um, Dale Carnegie. It's one of my top books to recommend how to win friends and influence people. Uh-huh. So I believe you should always practice those basic principles of being polite, being interested in people, um, smiling goes a long way, that sort of stuff. But however, not everyone is going to be your friend and not everyone is going to be your audience. And so when we're talking about creating personal brand, mine happens to be lovely. You mm. don't have to be lovely. You mm. can be considerate. Mm. You could be um, practical. You could be pragmatic. You could be direct. Some people love people who are direct and mm. forthright mm. and want to work with that. And when we talked about that lawyer example before, some people don't want somebody who's going to be feel like a friend and feel like a warm hug. Some people want a shark. They yeah. want someone who's going to cut throat and win them the money and they look very polished and they're, you know, they're that um, sort of, what's that, suits kind of Harvey character. Yes, Some yes. people want that yeah. and that's fine. Yeah. But that is, you know, Harvey is Harvey. He's mm. authentically him. You get what you see. Yeah. You know, and yes. that's what you want. So yeah. Yeah. no matter, figure out who you are. Yes. Figure out who you want to be around and who you want to attract yeah. and be that. Yeah. I mean, try not to be an arsehole because nobody yeah. likes <laughs> And I was going to say, likes that. as someone who's who's very direct and forthright, I'm not linking arsehole and direct and forthright. <laughs> I think they're two completely different things. But, you know, there are some people who, um, you know, might be arrogant or they oh, might look, be. Gordon Ramsay, he's made yeah. his brand is to yeah, be true, this guy. True. True. Yeah. That's, so it's just, yeah, that's true. That's true. So consistent. you work with the, yeah, he's committed with to the it. qualities. Yeah. 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 True. True. You love him or you hate him is polarizing, but that's, you know, when Seth Godin would give you a round of applause and say, you've done the right job, you know, you've done the right thing. If, if yeah. people don't like you, you're actually doing a good job of creating a brand. Yeah. Exactly. So not everybody has to like you, but it has to be true to you. Um, And once you can move past that, because I think people get that fear of then, oh, if I show who I really am, no one will like me. Well, no, that's not true. We already have evidence that you have people who like you. Um, Business isn't necessarily about people liking, you know, being the best friend anyway. That's right. But it is nice to have a connection. Yes. Oh, it's no, it's imperative to have a connection. Yeah. And if you think back to any of the best business relationships you've had or best clients you've had or the best work you've done, it's probably because you've had a really good connection with, with. the team, with yeah. the brand, with someone, yeah. and that's why it's worked well because it's just it's fit, it's yes. aligned, yeah. it's been in, in line with your values. Yes. And, and that's the more true you are to you and the more clear you are in presenting what you want, who you are, where you're going, you're going to attract that, the work and the the people that you want in your life. Yeah, yeah, great answer. Yeah, fantastic. So what happens with the business owner who goes, oh, you know, listening to this conversation, I don't even know whether we, like, we really have a business brand. You know, yes, we might have a logo and we've, you know, put out a few print ads and things, but I wouldn't necessarily call it a brand. And, oh, my goodness, you know, I have a personal brand, but it's not the one I don't, you know, it's not the one I think that that's probably the best personal brand for me. If they're, if they're looking to build their business brand and their personal brand, do they do them kind of, you know, um, synchronously? Synchron- oh, God, can't say that word this morning. Synchronistically? <laughs> um, or should they prioritise one over the other? Like is one more important than the other? Or can one... Like if you prioritise one first, then can you leverage the other one, you know, more successfully or, or, or how, how, how should they balance that? Look, I think uh, you can do but You can totally work on both at the same time. You just need to be clear. Both of them need a mission, a vision, a goal. Both of them need to have, you know, you know, you need to go through those steps for each of them and be very clear. It's like it's anything. Where are we now? Where are we? Where do we want to go? That's where mm. I take my clients from. I want to take them on a journey. Mm. So, um, you know, if you feel like it's too big a piece of work, you, it's like anything. What's going to move me forward the fastest? Yeah. If that is, if you've already got a team of people ready to go, trying to do the work. Okay, maybe we need to put a bit of work into the business brand. Yeah. However, for me, it's. I probably would lean towards the personal brand because, you know, yeah, I, I try to dissuade sometimes my clients from going and <laughs> probably taking them away from you, but um, going and setting up this big fancy website and this big logo and things like that, if they don't know what they're saying, 
Mm. If you haven't done that piece of work, you're really just throwing things at the wall and hoping it sticks. So yeah. whereas it might be better to go, okay, well, I'm, I'm going to work a little bit on who I am. I'm going to reach out to those people that I really want to work with and be very clear about what I'm going to, what I want to offer and start doing the work. Yeah. And you're doing the work and you're working with people and then you go, okay, that's the sort of people we want to work with. Let's put that into the brand. Yes. Oh, yeah, that, and then that becomes clearer and clearer. Yes. And then you go, well, that's what's going to go into the business brand and you do that piece of work. Yeah. But I we say to people, you're never going to lose the investment in your working on yourself, you are never going to lose no. because it's going to be with you forever. Forever. But you see people go, oh, we're doing a rebrand. We're doing a rebrand. We're doing a rebrand. And you're yeah. like, uh, but what are you trying to, like, why? why? What are you trying why? to say? Yeah. What's that you achieving? Know? Yeah. Where are you trying to go? And I think, you know, for most, if, if brands are working or if businesses are working with most marketers, they'll take them through a process that will help guide them in terms of the content to put on the website. And they'll hmm. take them through the process of, as a business, you know, who is it that you want to work you know, who is your ideal client? What is it that you're trying to achieve? But the small business owner is probably going to have the hat of business owner, business brand. But I guess mm -hmm. what you're saying is think about how you're showing up in that business and on that website as part of that holistic picture and part of that holistic story, particularly in professional services where you, you do need to build that relationship. Um, and that's going to be a very important component of the brand. And, and that's actually a perfect segue into the next next question which is what are the key ingredients of of a personal brand so if someone wants to go out and and create this for themselves what what must they have as part of their their toolbox or this or their their suite yeah for sure like just what you were saying before it's like it's interesting um i just have a client who's sort of working on that the business versus the personal at the moment Sometimes with that, and it kind of leads into this question too, but like people just don't literally say what they're doing. They yeah. don't literally say, I am at this or I am working on yeah. that. They it's just assume true. that people know. Yeah. Like, and some of our closest friends don't know what we do. So true. Yeah. Um, but they know who we are and they love us. Yeah. I have people who recommend me all the time. They're like, oh, Emma's fantastic. She's so great. Um, I think she works like in this and that and that, but she'd be great for you. They don't know specifically what I do, but they recommend me. Yes. Because because of the, they get what I'm about, I guess. Yes. The yes. person that I am. Yes. I know that I'll do the work, um, that I'll do a great job. Uh, <laughs> whether I have the skill set or not, they don't really seem to Okay. <laughs> Minor details. Basically, <laughs> the marketing space. I saw yes. her working at a desk once. I think she's, you know, that, <laughs> she's in marketing. <laughs> but that's the thing. And, and so sometimes people don't even know that you've moved on from a company or that you're um, starting out on something new. And yeah. you, you see, I just get them to do some simple exercise of can you please just go on LinkedIn and write, I've started a business or yeah. I am now running my own show and this is what it's about and these are the people I want to work with. Mm. And they get this flood of love and this flood mm. of replies and good for you and, oh, that's so perfect for you and I'll tell people about you and it's like you literally, I had put up a quote the other week and people like really responded to it. It's like if, well, it's not in a quote, it's my words. If you're not talking about you, then yeah. who will? Yes. Yeah. Like you can't just expect people to know yes. if you haven't told them. It's just being informative. Yes. So simply going out there and saying, changing your LinkedIn status to what you're actually currently doing, writing a couple of posts that say, here I am, this is what I'm about, I'd love to work with you, email me, yeah. could actually go so much further than you spending thousands of dollars on a logo and a website with these schmick fancy words that people don't even get. Yeah. To, to attract business but yeah. it's actually like hey you know me i do this yeah. i'd love yeah. to work with you yeah you yeah. can have a lot Keep of power simple. yeah 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 but yeah the questions that i sort of get my clients to explore when we're talking about your personal brand um yeah. it's a big one open up with who are you yes <laughs> yes uh just create an existential crisis on the first meeting but um <laughs> you know i say don't worry like, we'll work through it but um yeah. who are you what makes you unique Okay. What's, yep. What's your vision? Yes. For your for your personal brand. What's your vision for your life or for where you want to go? Again, yeah. some big questions, but yeah, people don't think about it. 
Yeah. So yeah. having somebody to like talk to about it and think about it can help. Yeah. Um, what's your goal with your personal branding? Like why are you doing this work? Why did you think this was an issue? Why are you coming to me? Yes. If you don't think it's important, you're not going to do the work. Yes. Then we're, we're done. Yeah. Um, what are your professional goals? Like what do you want from your business or what do you want out of a career? Like do you want to have a 100 clients or, you know, speak to the masses or do you want to work with five really awesome clients a month? Yeah. You know, that yeah. totally changes the direction of what you're trying to put out there. That's right, yeah. You know, who's your audience? How can you help? Yeah. Um, what makes you different? What's your X factor? We don't necessarily have to have an X factor. I believe that you're the combination of, of, of your wonderful life and uh, the many things that make up you is your X factor. But, you know, that's some work we're going to dig into. Um, what makes you reliable, trustworthy, and how do you prove it? And they're all these things that a brand has to go through as a business yeah. brand must go through yeah. as well. Yeah. We don't think to apply those questions to ourselves. No, no, that's that's great. And, yeah, like I've just been scribbling those down as, <laughs> as you speak. And, yeah, if I look at that, that's a very, very like almost completely identical process to, to kind of what you would go through as as a business brand. And I bet you there's a lot of people sitting there going, a lot of people who may have sat there and answered these questions about the business, but so much of that would be a reflection of them some would and yeah. some wouldn't it depends how many people you've got in the business and how many stakeholders influence that 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 piece but so if we looked at you know who you are what makes you different um your vision your personal goals and your professional goals who is it that you want to you know to work with who who's your target audience um what's your x factor what makes you reliable what makes you trustworthy and then how do you prove it? So they're the, they're the key ingredients. And, yeah, very, very similar to, to a business brand. Um, but, yes, you know, how many of us have actually turned those questions on ourselves to, to build up our personal brand? And, and it's not just the business owner here, you know, and I think I've mentioned this already, but it's not just the business owner too. You know, this could be something that the whole organisation goes through really, couldn't it? Yeah, and also individuals within the organisation. So you can, I can work with a, um, people who are in corporate jobs. It's a little bit harder sometimes to, to show who you are. Yeah. And that's a cultural thing, unfortunately, with corporate. But then there are the people who you've been in an organisation and they have stood out because they've been so true to themselves. Yeah. They are attracted they've been given roles or been, you know, risen up through the ladder because they've been so clear about who they are. You know what they're about. They don't just sort of, I don't know, it's like, oh, I'm, I'm a lawyer so I've got to look like a lawyer. I'm, I'm an accountant so I've got to look like an accountant. I'm a marketer so I've got to act like a marketer. Yeah. Well, no, you, you have qualifications that meet that job description but you're actually a person and yeah. culture is such a huge part of a company. Yeah. If we let people be who they are more mm. and to bring that to the party and they're working their truest sort of alignment, you know, yeah. they're going to yeah. do better in their job as well. Absolutely. And I think um, that's where LinkedIn comes in because, you know, you might be working as part of Westpac or, you know, some of the bigger, the bigger brands Um but your LinkedIn profile, you know, that's that's somewhere that you own that space, that's you, and you can be that ambassador for Web, Westpac. And if Westpac is smart enough, and this is this is where Lucy Bingle really comes into her her own Lucy, we've we've interviewed on the podcast before, but she works with those large corporate organisations to help bring the personal brands of their employees out via LinkedIn because yeah. that's the perfect avenue to do that. So, you know, there's, there's, there's no reason by, why people working in corporate can't own their personal brand because, as you said before, it's highly unlikely that someone's going to be working with Westpac for the whole of their career. You know, they, they can build a personal brand and really ambassador, you know, the work that they do with Westpac and then they can take that in their own profile on LinkedIn and, you know, go and work for Combank or, you know, or a, a not-for-profit or, you know, w whatever yeah. and still have the values and the person that they are. Um, yeah, okay, excellent. What about the, the visual element to personal branding? So how important is that, that visual element of, you know, professional videos and photos and those sorts of stuff? Do, do people, is this, a, is this a good investment for people? 
not at the start. So right. some people go out and, you know, if you don't have anything, please go and get yourself a photo. Yeah. But do this, but do a quick little evaluation of what, what you're trying to show in the photo. Right. Um, and, like, we're actually going to do, I'm working with photographers soon to do this because we're partnering where I'm going to do their personal brand, like a profile for them, and then they're going to go into the photo shoot. Because so many people, you know, we get these like very stilted headshots or mm. I'm going to show that I'm fun. So I'm going to do this bright, colourful thing. But it's like, why did you want to show you were fun? Why did you yeah. want to, why did you think you needed that arms crossed, stern look photo? Yeah. Um, you can have, I just want your photo to look like you. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. So get a photographer who does like, you, I had to say, I want to look like me, but better. <laughs> just, yeah. <laughs> It's a bit polished, you know, but, but I want someone to meet me in the street and be like, oh, yeah, I saw your photo. Like, I yes. know who you are. Yes. Um, that's the only prerequisite I have for photos. But if you could do a little bit of work on your brand first and understand yeah. what you're trying to show, yeah. that's better than, you know, that's people, the first thing they do, they're like, I'm starting a business, I'm going to get a logo. Yeah. I'm starting a business, I'm going to make up some catchy tagline words and, yes. um, or, you know, yeah. yeah. I'm going out on my own. I need I need this logo and this colours palette and all this stuff to represent yeah. me. You yeah. can spend thousands on that. Great comparison. Yeah. Actually, yeah. just start writing. I'm doing this. Yes. Or yes. email the, email your contacts. Yeah. Hey guys, this is what I'm up to. Um, I, I'd love it if you could, you know, yeah. give me a testimonial. Yeah. Testimonials would do so much more for you in terms yeah. of talking about who you are. Interesting. Um, yeah. Then spending all this money on on the look. On By all means, once you've done a little bit of that work and you're quite clear about what you want to come across as, photos and videos can be great because again, yeah. they allow people to connect with you yeah. and to see you. So, you know, there's nothing worse than you go to connect with somebody and they, they don't even have a photo. Yeah. And like who are or oh, people do a call and they turn their video off and you're like. I don't know, like, I can't yeah, see you. Who am I talking you know? to? <laughs> you turn up to a meeting with a mask on, you know. Yeah, well, actually, you well, do at the moment. Probably do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. just for your nose. But, um, yeah. Yeah. you know, yeah. you, you don't, we connect through through seeing one another. So just try yeah. any imagery you have, make it as true to you and as realistic in real life. I know we want to look like our best selves, but yeah. look like the best current you. And yeah. if your photos from 15 years ago, please go and get a new one. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. nothing, you know, worse yes. than somebody. I know, no, you looked great in that photo and it was yeah. a professional headshot. Yeah. But we don't look like that anymore. Anymore. Yeah. And yeah. that's okay. Yeah. So, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Own who you are at, at the moment. That's really, that's a really good comparison. I like how you compared that to, you know, starting up a business and the first thing someone does is go and get a logo before they even work out what they're going to sell sometimes. Um, and it doesn't, that doesn't make sense. The order of that doesn't make sense. So, so have the, you're saying have the photo, definitely have it there. But before you go and invest in the big bang with, with all the bells and whistles, really work out, you know, um, your brand brief, I guess. So yes. just as you would brief a graphic designer, you would brief your photographer to go, this is what we're looking for. This is the type of people we're looking to appeal to. This is the look. This is the tone. This is the feel. And by the way, no mug shots against a plain white wall. Thank you. <laughs> but, and like you as a marketing professional, you know, and like for a graphic designer or someone, it would be, it's an absolute headache for somebody to come to you and go, oh, I want a really awesome logo. Cool. What's, what are you trying to show? I don't know. Or yeah. I know when yes. I'll see it and you present all this stuff and then they go, no, no, I don't like that. No. <laughs> it's not what Worst I want. Worst nightmare. That is every designer and every photographer's and every videographer's worst nightmare. People never, yeah. ever Please turn don't up do that with that. Them. No, that's So right. they probably might have a briefing guide for you and they'll probably ask you some of these questions yeah. and make you think about that. And even yeah. simple things like I ask people, what's your favourite colour um, or what's your um, spirit animal? And I don't do it so that I can make them dress up like a lion and wear, <laughs> wear blue. I do it because those colours and, the, the um, you know, subconsciously they represent something. So yes. out of that I'll go, okay, well, blue actually signifies loyalty. Um, it's a stability. Yeah. It's yes. um, calm. You know, that's probably why you like blue. So let's show that. And then 
lion, okay, well, you're very proud. You like being in the spotlight. You maybe have magnificent hair. So let's show that off, you know, why, you know, you're, yes. you know, you're a leader. So those, that if people can't say upfront some words about themselves or describe themselves, perhaps there's another way to get to it. So, um, yes. I love it. I love it. Yeah, good question. What's my spirit animal? I would have no idea. (laughs) Um, Okay, so what if someone's going, yes, all about the personal brand, but they're an introvert and they don't like the idea of getting themselves out there. Like they're they're agreeing with you and thinking, yes, this is something I need to do, but, you know, the thought gives me shivers and goosebumps and makes me feel sick. Do you have some advice as to how to best encourage people to, to kind of move past that or work with it to, to, to get themselves out there a bit more? Yeah. Well, look, I'm a shameless self-promoter. I, uh, I love it. Uh, I'm happy to talk about myself till the uh, cows come home. But you also just don't have to do that in a showy way. And, like, yeah. um, people don't have to – I'm not trying to make you into the next um, Instagram influencer. That's not what yeah. we're trying to do. What, it's what you do put out there is true of you. So, and when I talked about before, it's like when we're doing that work on our personal brand, it's gaining confidence in talking about ourselves and about being who we are. So that's for meetings, that's for phone calls, that's Mm. for emails, that's for how you write your resume, it's for how you write your LinkedIn profile. Um, You know, I do strongly recommend people have a LinkedIn profile. I don't don't advise my clients to go and get a website. Mm. I really don't. I say, if you don't need it, why do you want a website? Tell Mm. me. Or what, like a personal website? Like just yeah, like they a... could have a personal website or create a brand under their own name. Some people do that and work under their right. own name and want to okay. showcase their work. Yeah. And they think that's what they need. But I'm mm. like, please don't go and spend thousands of dollars and, again, do, do a website developer's head in with it not knowing what you want um, when actually the way you might connect better is on email or in meetings okay. or yeah. in but having a LinkedIn presence, having some form of online presence is kind of essential these days. Yeah. If I Google you and I can't find anything about you, it's pretty disappointing. You don't exist. Yep. Yeah. So, (laughs) um, and LinkedIn ranks really highly too. So if you were to search someone's name, probably LinkedIn is going to come up top. So that's my number one if someone's coming from a professional angle. So it's just representing yourself truly. And I think once they've done a little bit of, confidence building work and understanding that they do have already have a brand and that maybe it's just not coming across the way they'd like they do kind of go okay I understand I've got to put a few things out there but again you, you don't have to do it like all oh I do this and I do that and I'm over here it's yeah it's I love working with people yeah well, I love doing this and the reason I'm, I'm doing this is I work in this business and then you can talk about the business, but it's like, don't just talk about the business and they're doing this and they're doing that. It's like, say mm. what your involvement is. Yeah. The quick yeah. line, I am doing this or I love or I help people buy. It's just yeah. put a bit of I and me yep. into what you're sharing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. A little bit of what you're doing. Yeah, that makes um, sense. Yeah. And, that- and then that's, you know, that still can be collaborative and that can still be lovely, but also just saying, no, no, but I had a part in it and yeah. um, I am a really good person to work with and here's a true image of me. This is what I do. Yeah. It's just yeah. informative when you take yeah. it to that. So for the, even for an introvert, you're just informing people, yeah. providing them with information yes. about who you are. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. And, uh, you know, I'm an extrovert, so I, I can't necessarily relate, but <laughs> I can imagine that that would be comforting to hear, that you don't actually have to go out and start, you know, playing the brass band with your brand. You just need to be aware that you've got a personal brand and the way that you show up at every touch point, and that's not necessarily by, you know, having the big Fandangle website and a social media account for your name in every single channel, it's just being aware that you're already creating these brand experiences with people, making sure that they're consistent um, and just being aware that, you know, this is, this is going to have some sort of a reflection on, on your business, your career and, and your business. So, yeah, I, I think that's great. That's great, great to know. Where do people start? So if, if people are going to, you know, walk away from this podcast and say, yep, I'm going to really start getting my head into this, what's the first thing they need to do? Do a little brand audit on yourself. So 
you know, have you ever Googled yourself? Mm. I think a lot of people, I mean, I do, love it. Um, but, you know, <laughs> Every um, day for you. <laughs> yeah, I've got I, you know, it's funny, actually, I have a Google search on my name. And there's a lady who did the flyby baby thing. Um, she was she was on Shark Tank. Her name's yeah. Emma Lovell. And oh. so she was, um, one time she was tagged in business chicks. And I said, oh, you always come up in my email because the Google search picks you up. And she's like, I didn't even know that. I was like, have you not even Googled yourself? Like you're, wow. you're killing it on the Emma Lovell ranks. So yeah. um, wow. it's just interesting to see where you land, see what images are out there of you. Yeah. I mean, you might do a search and figure out that you're still listed on your old company's website <gasps> that you shouldn't yes. even be on. Yes. Or this photo from 1982 has somehow popped up onto, <laughs> onto the interwebs. Um, but, you know, so do that and go, okay, what social media channels am I on? Am I on any? Yeah. Um, do I come up at all? What are people saying about me? Do I have any testimonials or recommendations where people have asked you know, or said something yeah. about me. Yeah. Um, what's my, you know, if it is a CV, what's my CV say? You know, yeah. Yeah. Um, how is my tone in, how do I come across? And that might even be a little bit of an evaluation. Ask some friends. Like I do a three words thing. Write down three words about yourself and then write down, ask people to write three words about you mm. and see how much. Oh, interesting. Up. Oh, gosh, that's interesting. I'm going to try that with my mastermind. Exercise. Yes, yeah, it's just that is such an interesting one. To see, yeah, what the perception is and hopefully they're aligned, but sometimes they're massively um, and we're probably sometimes a little bit um, self-depreciating and um, won't <laughs> use as much positive language. And then you ask people and they actually have some really wonderful things to say about you. So yes. just do a bit of audit. Mm. How am I currently coming across? Am I doing enough? Um, then maybe find somebody that you think is doing a good job of it and yeah. use them as your, I guess, somebody like, okay. Nice to go. Yeah. yeah, I could be, I could put do a little bit more like them. And it's yeah. really nice. Some of my clients say that. They're like, oh, I see the way you put out the messages. I want to do like that. Or yeah. how do I write it that way? Or how could I do that sort of thing? And I say, you know, yeah, well, yeah. let's work on that together. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, that's a really, really practical first step. Um, measurement. Measurement's always a bit tricky with these sorts of things because it's a little bit softer. Uh, do you have any kind of metrics or measurements that you look at? So if someone starts their personal branding and 12 months later wants to kind of see where they've got to with that, do you have metrics or, or uh, measurements that you wrap around that? Look, I do probably, it's probably a bit more touchy-feely. I probably do more of a how do they feel, so how do they come to me and how do they go away. Yeah. Um, but certainly, like, how much more are they putting out there? Even their language changes, the fact that they are saying I am, um, you know, that they are. LinkedIn's a great one. It, you know, like, even my own profile views have gone up a lot. Yes. I got a private message recently saying your LinkedIn game's really strong, like, loving yeah. it. Yeah. So yeah. actually getting feedback from so people. Yeah, yeah. Going, oh, I've yeah. noticed you're doing more. It's lovely to see what you're doing or, yeah. oh, I didn't realise you did that, you know, people yeah, sort of giving yeah. actually. So it's like anecdotal. Messages. Yes, yep, yep. Um, I mean, if you do have it, end up having a website, um, you might get more leads there. Yeah. So you might get more um, social media, Instagram or, or Twitter, you might get more followers. Yeah. Not, it's not a big thing, but I, I'd probably want more engagement. So if yes. your posts were getting more engagement, I'd be happier with that. Yeah. By engagement, I mean liking things, replying to things, commenting, sending you a private message. And, yeah. I mean, ultimately the biggest win would be for them to get clients. Yes. And clients yeah. that they like working with. Working with, 100%. And I guess another one that, that they could throw in there too maybe is if, you know, if you did do that Google audit to start off with mm. and in 12 months' time did that again to see, you know, does that, do those search results change and are they on message like now that you've actually gone through the process, is that painting the picture that you've set out to, to paint? So, yeah. Even personally, you know, look, I'm, I'm now being invited to be on podcasts and yes. um, so you might be, yeah, you would end up on other people's websites Huge for that result. reason. Yeah. Or go into um, be asked to be featured in an article, be interviewed. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's sort of those opportunities come about and they're great third-party endorsements. So it's not you don't yes. have to be going, I do look this and I do like it's Jane saying, I've got this professional Emma yeah. or yeah. let's get this professional to be mentioned in our article. Um, yeah. 
and you can put your hand up for those sorts of things. You can definitely yeah. say to somebody, I'd, I'd like to be there without, you know, but, it's, yeah. but, you know, it's putting yourself forward. Yes. And it, that's that's part of that work is the confidence piece. So people yeah. just getting the confidence to go, yeah, I do have something to say. Yeah. Um, yeah. I do yeah. want to reach out to more people and, again, go on the informative. You're here to help people. You're here yeah. to service people. You're here to inform them. If yeah. you're not telling them, well, they don't know that Who you're there to is? help. That's right. That's right. Awesome. So much insight, Em. I love it. And um, you do this for a living, which is the wonderful thing for everybody to know. Um, <laughs> you help people build their personal brand. Can you share a little bit about how you do help small business owners um, build their personal brand? Yeah, 100%. So predominantly I'm working with people in my program. So I have a three-month program. And like I said, a lot of it is confidence building. We gain clarity through doing the brand audit. We build confidence through creating a key messaging guide for them that this is wonderful resource that they can keep coming back to and work on that together. Yeah. And then there's uh, with then there's a coaching element so uh, right. to build those connections. So how do I, cool, I've got all these great messages. I know who I am. How do I use it? And that's Perfect. sharing with them, you know, those opportunities, where can I put things, asking yeah. questions. It's the support. Yeah. So I'm yeah. there as, as their little personal brand cheerleader, yes. <laughs> helping them to, to build up that confidence um, and the consistency of, of yeah. putting themselves out there a bit more. Yeah. And I think too, it helps, particularly when we're looking at ourselves and, and you know, um, when, us, when, when we are the subject of our inquiry and our curiosity, as well as what we decide to put out there and what we decide not to, it helps to actually have a third party perspective. Mm -hmm. It actually helps to have someone that's not emotionally connected to you. Or, I mean, I know for myself, I would sit there and self-analyze, you know, the crap out of myself and end up not, or, or, or you know, like probably be a bit self-deprecating or, or you know, maybe value stuff that actually people don't find that valuable. Or So it's actually really useful, I think, to have somebody else look at that and go, yeah, actually, I think this is actually your strength. You might be surprised. It's hard. It is hard to do this work on our own. Yeah. Like, so, you know, by all means, I, I, I can help people with those sort of, and I will, I'll be, I've, I've got some sort of, workshops and small things where people could take away some of those pieces and very much do the work but it does take that you know maybe it's a friend maybe it's a colleague that you need to bounce off and that's what I am for my clients is yeah. is being there with them to do that work to keep asking those questions to keep digging to find you know and as I said it's it's to find yourself again to reconnect yeah. to yeah. to look at yourself the way maybe you haven't looked at yourself for a long time yeah um it can be a really can be a really lovely well i think it's a really lovely experience and i love working on it with my clients and seeing them sort of yeah get back to who they are yeah 100 percent. where do people find you em if this is something that they uh they want to connect with you over or ask you any more questions where can they they reach out to you I think subliminally I've, I've dropped it in more than enough times, but too. it's uh, <laughs> but lovely with a double L, L-O-V-E double L-Y. Lovely. Yes. Double L means double the life. Someone gave me that. I love it. Uh, lovely by name, lovely by nature. So lovelycommunications.com. I'm on Instagram, lovely M, L-O-V-E-L-L-Y-E-M. I'm on Twitter as lovely Inc, I-N-C at the end. And we'll, I'm sure we'll put up all these links. Uh, search me on Facebook. Um, Facebook, lovely communications, and please connect with me on LinkedIn. Absolutely love connecting with people. Emma Lovell. So Perfect. Drop the wire. <laughs> and and I will put all of those links in the, the show notes in case people want to reach out because I'm sure there will be some people who would love to come and have that lovely experience with you. You do a wonderful <laughs> job of your own personal branding um, and I love it that you've built it around your, your surname so beautifully, so lovely. It's yes. great. <laughs> Very <laughs> clever. Well, thank you so much for that, Emma. Really um, have enjoyed chatting with you and deep diving into that topic you've shared lots of fantastic information um really appreciate it thank you jane it's always a pleasure awesome such great tips from emma from lovely communications i really hope that this discussion has encouraged you to think more about your personal brand as well as your team's personal brands and how they can help complement and even amplify your small business brand 
Now, if you're a small business owner and you've listened to a few of the episodes of the How To Do Marketing Show, or even if this is your first episode, and it's made you feel like it might be time to really step up the marketing for your business, let me tell you about the How To Do Marketing Academy. It's a 12-month program that I have developed especially for motivated and ambitious business owners just like you. Having worked with literally hundreds of small business owners all across Australia, I know that some of the biggest problems when it comes to marketing are that you might be a little bit unsure of where to start or even a bit unsure about where to focus your efforts on or where to invest your marketing budget. And then there's the whole issue of time or more accurately, the lack of time. You certainly don't want to waste any of your budget by being inconsistent with your marketing efforts due to a lack of time and accountability. And when you are working with a lean budget, you want to be damn sure that the marketing that you do works. You want to be confident that your spend will drive a result. And so you should. Well, the How To Do Marketing Academy program has been designed to help provide you with clarity in direction and consistency in effort. And by achieving clarity and consistency, your marketing will really start working. And this provides you with the confidence that you need to invest in marketing that beautiful business of yours. And because we know the power of connection and community, we've actually thrown a bit of that in there as well. There's three levels available and you can choose a program that matches your business's budget. Head on over to dragonflymarketing.com.au forward slash the dash academy forward slash to find out more. Until next time, happy marketing. You've been listening to another Morgan Media Production.